Hello and welcome to the Omcast. My name is Dom, that's one half of the Omcast. I'm joined by Tom. Say hello, Tom. Hello. This week we saw the latest Pixar movie, Onward. Yeah. Starring Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. Um, we've been away for a while, so sorry about that, but we're back with a new movie to talk about. And it's very different from the last few movies that we've talked about on this on this podcast. Yeah. The, the last episode we released would have been Lighthouse. Fucking hell. Yeah. yeah, that was a while ago, wasn't so, it? So, yeah, we've had a bit of a gap, so we apologise for that, but life has sort of got in the way. We've had yeah. some stuff got to get on with. Then and speaking of which, we are now recording in Studio 2. Yep, so Site B. Site, yeah, Site Isolard Nubar. <laughs> Site B. There are yeah. two... There are two islands with dinosaurs on them. Like, yeah. Yeah, so is. hopefully the sound quality is all right and the acoustics and all that. But if there are any issues, we apologise. We'll, um, we'll work out the kinks. But here we are. We're back. We're talking about Pixar. Yeah. Onward. Yeah. It's an interesting one, isn't mm. it, really? Because um, it's very different. Ah, to like it's It's very different to a lot of the ones you'll be more familiar with. Mm. The one that I think it's got most in common with is The Good Dinosaur. Okay, but that may be one of the only Pixar films I haven't seen. Really? And I have been sort of working my way through and doing a bit of a grand rewatch on them, mm. but I hadn't got as far as um, The Good Dinosaur before this came out. Um, I saw some of the earlier ones. To me, the one that it reminds me more of anything is Coco. Uh, that's the only one that I haven't seen. You haven't seen Coco? No. Nah. What? Yeah. yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. Right, you're taking that with you when you leave yeah. here. Oh my God. Yeah, Coco is, this Coco's written all that. I, can't, I swear we've talked about Coco. Yeah, I've never seen it. Oh my god! Like, right, it's okay. literally the only Pixar film that I haven't seen. Yeah, no, you definitely need to see it. That, yeah, it will break you. Um, <laughs> yeah, to me, like, yeah, it was. This was now. This is like it, there are certain things you expect of Pixar at this point, and this kind of hit every note for me that I would expect. It was yeah. funny and like visually stunning and inventive and clever, but also very poignant, and it did some things you weren't expecting really emotional yeah and it, and it i'm not gonna say i cried because i cried yeah I'm, I, I teared up i just teared up listen, i'm not gonna lie we've both got brothers so yeah, exactly. obviously it's a teary bro movie yeah and it's it sort of it sneaks up on you like that because you think because the thing it's um the basic story of it is that it's about two brothers played by chris pratt and um tom, tom holland, holland. And they live in a world where it's like a magical fantasy world, if you like, mm-hmm. with all mythical creatures. But the magic has gone out of the world, and everything's gone like like our world is now. Yeah. So it's less. Well, it's not that it's gone out. It's just one of those. It's that whole paradox paradigm, isn't it? When people say, "Oh, if you could fly and you could do this," and people will be like, "Oh, well, you people wouldn't fly because it'd be classed as exercise, so they just wouldn't do it." That's exactly yeah. what it is. It's that, kind of it's thing, that yeah. thing that magic used to exist, but it was really, really hard. It was hard, yeah. So, then, so, so they someone... came up with electricity, yeah, and then that's what they do instead. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And I, I love that little... Again, it's one of those things you come to expect from Pixar is the world building, and they nailed it on this yeah. as well. Um, it's just like, the, in that opening sort of montage, they explained how what this world is and how it works. Mm-hmm perfectly and then got on with the story yeah um and it just it lends itself to loads of jokes throughout the rest of the movie um but yeah like i said the, the what they always manage to do and they're they're amazing at doing is keeping it like a, a big sprawling sort of adventure movie with lots of visual mm-hmm. stuff going on but keep it super character focused on just a yeah. relationship between two people and it's such a difficult balance to get and you realize like obviously we watched it um, at the cinema and you see all the trailers for other kids films coming up so mm-hmm. like Trolls and all the other sort of and 
none of them quite get that balance what right in the same way that no. Pixar does. There are a couple of exceptions to that. I feel like Lego Movie is, is yep. up there. Um, I don't think the Lego Movie has the poignancy that a Pixar film does. Oh, no, does. no way. But I like, think it's, it's because of the way that so many things within Pixar, the way that they're sort of anthropom- anthropomorphized is so much better. Yeah. I mean, at, that, at this point as well, the animation is unbelievable. And it's not even just the... The spectacular stuff, and there is some amazing looking stuff in this movie. There are, right towards yeah. the end, there's some, and like, there's like action sequences. Like, there's a car chase at one point involving motorbikes, yeah, which is just amazing, gorgeous to look at. But the thing that impressed me almost more than that is the facial expressions, yeah, and stuff. So, like, particularly with the Tom Holland's character in this, Ian, it looks like Tom Holland acting it. Like, you can imagine it, and it's literally they've got his facial expression, and you can read so much emotion yeah. on it, but it's just made in a computer, yeah, and it is. Fucking blows my mind every time. And the thing is, it's going to be mapped in the same way that like a lot of these other things are. But the way that they've adapted it in there, one of the things, the same similar thing from my perspective. One of the things that I notice so much is the fact that, like early on, you see their mum blush. Yeah, and you're like, and it's not like alluded to in this in particular way. It just adds a little bit of an emotional sort of a little emotional tap rather than a kick to anything. Yeah. And you're just like, oh my god! Yeah. But like, you, you, see them, you see them start to tear up, and it's really subtle. Yeah, you just see a little bit of moisture, and it's just like, oh, yeah, it's beautiful. It's absolutely oh, beautiful artistry that goes into making unreal. These but it's all in the service of character. Yeah, and again, it's just Pixar. They're just, yeah, it's they're... not doing anything for the sake of it. It's not no. like there is a lot of sort of spectacularness hmm. to the stuff you see in here. Like there are these grand sweeping vistas and yeah. there are these sort of viewpoints that you see and you see things built up like the buildings and the way yeah. they're structured and the way that everything's made. Like they live in mushroom houses yeah. because they're elves. So of yeah. course they do. And then you see like, like the way that everything's put together in a certain way. that has mm. got this sort of fantasy lilt to it, but it all doesn't. But none of it feels fantasy. No. It all feels like a home, and it Again, all they, feels like like yeah. the, their house is a bit untidy. Yeah, is that, and well, they they do a really good job of making of making it like modern day, like because they've all it's, they're all elves and stuff, but they've all got like smartphones and they yeah. watch TV and they drive cars and all the rest of it. So it feels like the real world. But every now and then there'll be something that just reminds you that this is this fantasy world that we're living in. Yeah, and just like or they'll they'll um hang a lampshade on it and lampoon it a little bit. So it's like, like they talk in this big over the top like quest yeah. like sort of way and then they just go into a pawn shop. Yeah. Or something like that. Um and again that's another thing they nail I think particularly P A W N porn. Yeah. Not P O R N. Yeah, all the signs and stuff in the background, <laughs> yeah. like all like the, all the little like um coffee places and stuff that you see yeah. that they're all just clever little puns, they're little visual jokes. And they yeah, and they've got this whole other element in there where it's like the the tabletop role playing games, yeah, which is brought in by um, Chris, Chris Pratt's, Pratt's character. character, and that is a whole like set of subtext. And there's a whole like he they clearly start look at this guy, he doesn't know what he's talking about. It's like, what well, you think you're going to be able to get in with that? That that, that spell only has a three three point radius or whatever, yeah, like, fifteen meter radius. You fool! And the, but like in a real setting, and it's like. That's going to speak to such a like another little niche of people that I like, thought that bit was brilliant. Yeah, that whole because I was like, and, and you're like, oh yeah, that clearly like having played and hosted D and D games before, yeah. as you were aware, um, but like and previously to that as well, there are points when you're like, 
<laughs> oh yeah, that spell isn't gonna work. But yeah, I love that idea. <laughs> like, Again, oh no, it's such a great like high concept idea. They go, yeah, okay. What if though there was a world in which the D and D game and that all that lore around it was yeah. based on fact. Yeah, and there was an actual spell that did this, and it did have a radius like that, and you yeah. did have to. This was the enchantment, and you did have to think about this whilst you were doing it. Yeah, and all that sort of stuff. Um, and yeah, and just these all this layered stuff in. So it just with every spell that he learns, you get like he's a bit more of his. Yeah, you know, it's a coming of age story as well as being mm-hmm. everything else that it is. And it's just yeah, it's yeah. and it's, I mean, and it's not a spoiler to say the story because they show it in the trailers, but like the actual plot itself is. Mm. They inadvert the the so Tom Holland plays a character called Ian, Chris Pratt plays a character called Barley, um, and through various machinations they bring their late father back mm. through this magic spell, but they only bring him back from the waist down. Yeah. So they're halfway through it and halfway through the spell and it fails and they go, Oh shit, okay, we, yeah, we, we something weren't, happens. We, weren't, we weren't done yet. And they were, they've grown him from like the feet up, but only to his waist. Yeah. And then, and then it's about completing that mission within and, this 24-hour period. Yeah, they've got that 24 hours and then he's gone forever. He's like, they've got yeah. one chance to see. And like for Tom Holland's character, he the father died before he was even born. Yeah. So he never even got to meet his dad. And that, again, they just, they nail it. It's so sad and so poignant. Like, oh, God, yeah. Right at the very beginning, like all the things where like he's... He has his old recording of his dad that he plays and he has like a mock conversation with him and mm-hmm. then it cuts off and it is just heartbreaking. And all and the photos just, he's got yeah. with his, of his dad, he's not in. He's not in any of them. Like there's just, there was a photo of the fact of like his mum pregnant with him mm. and the dad and the, and his brother. And then the next photo is just him, his mum and his brother. And there's yeah. no dad anymore. And it's just, oh. yeah. And it's, yeah. And they, like I say, they, they make it all seem like it's all about the dad and then they sort of sneak attack it in being about that is actually about the brother relationship. Yeah. And it's like, it, it was happening the whole time. You just weren't paying attention to it because you're so focused on the, my dad, my dad, my dad, my dad. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, again, there's there's a particular sort of moment involving a list right towards the end where it yeah. just, oh God. <laughs> oh, the feels gets you right, oh, in, the, God, right yeah. in the Pixar feels. You sons of bitches. Ah, look. And it is, it's such a powerful film. And like, yeah. One thing, I always go to it, like, the whole emotionality of it is so strong. And I was really worried that I was going to go and it was just going to be really familiar because mm. it's like, it's a Pixar film. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, you know, we are going into like, this is like, what, their 23rd, Something 24th like film Something that like they've that, done. Yeah. And you go, okay. No, I know what I'm getting myself in for, but then they do something different with yeah. it. And, and always, it's not all about yeah. like, like the absentee father is, that there is all the absentee parent. It, it's, it actually takes that similar dynamic and changes it up in a different yeah, way. Yeah, it puts their own slant on it because we've yeah. seen the story of the dad, the boy without a father. Yeah, that, like that was such a massive trope, particularly like in nineties stuff. Yeah. Like it was always like Elliot and ET and all yeah. that sort of stuff. It's like well, yeah. Andy in Toy Story. Andy in Toy Story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, but they managed to find a way of doing it in their own way mm-hmm. and make it its own thing. And it was yeah, it's brilliant. It's great. It was yeah, it, everything I wanted it to be. Um, and oh, I can't recommend it highly enough. No, same. Um, I mean, we were in the cinema. It was a fairly busy cinema. There was loads of kids in there, but yep. you barely heard anything out of it. Like, they were laughing and happy mm-hmm. and enjoying themselves, but they weren't getting restless or anything like that. No. And because it, it moves Pixar. at pace as well. Because <laughs> that's, that's the thing. It's like the, Pixar have perfected their sort of craft to a mm. point now 
where they are just they can put in something and you go okay yeah but it it never feels i don't know it never feels like you're just being strung along for another thing yeah because in some franchises you are looking at things and you go okay this is just another one for the sake of another one and like there is like care and attention, but it feels like work. Yeah. Whereas Pixar stuff never feels like work. No, it's all, it feels all these, that everybody is so tightly is written. Again, this script, like there's so many little things that then come back later that are yeah. like really relevant and important. And you know, like yeah. even if it was a throwaway little, like because this is the whole sort of first act sets everything up, mm-hmm. but everything comes back and everything's relevant. And mm. it's just yeah, it's brilliant. And, uh, and the I don't want to spoil anything. But yeah, no. there are some amazing sequences that will stay with me. Yeah, there's there's there there is a scene in this. Okay, this isn't a spoiler. There is a scene in this movie which I swear to God is almost up there for me with the ride of the Rohirrim. Really? In return, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Uh... There's a ride. There's a final charge. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it is just as epic. <laughs> and I swear to God, it is just as epic as that moment from Return of the King. I won't hear a word otherwise. <laughs> okay. Oh dear. <laughs> there, there. Yeah. Okay. There. Well, that was a pretty powerful. As, as, yeah. I won't. I can't, no, we can't, I can't we say can't, anymore. We can't say anything until we're. Um, yeah, you see. It. So maybe we'll come back to it again when we um, come to do the revision of the year, when yeah. we assume people have seen everything, then we can get into a bit more spoiler oh, detail, yeah. like what yeah. our favourite moments of the year and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, because I think we'll do could, our own awards. Yeah. Um, because but that's the thing. Like, this isn't the only Pixar movie we're getting this year. We're gonna have two. We're having this and then Soul. Oh fuck! Yeah. yeah. Which is we don't really know much about. It's had like one little teaser trailer out, and we don't. It's something to do with like like a musician who then has some sort of out of body experience, like a mid, and he become. And it looks like they're sort of borrowing a bit of the art style from Inside Out. Okay. And he becomes like a he's out of body. I don't know. It's really weird. It looks amazing. Oh, I have absolutely no doubt that they'll smash it again because they still haven't put a foot wrong, have they? No. Um, so we're going to get double the Pixar goodness this year. But if this for this one, you know, onwards is anything to go by, and that's two fresh IPs in, in a year as well. Yeah, that's not exactly. Last year they were Toy Story Four, which yeah. was still great because we rec- we, yeah we did a Toy Story last year. Own monolith within Pixar itself, isn't it? It's, yeah, stands sort of. But like apart. this is then come like people again. If people are sort of saying, "Oh, we're not sure about you know Pixar," are they still have they still got it. I feel like this is a resounding sort of. Oh god! Yeah, yeah, we've made although we have made four Toy Story movies now. We're not. It's not like we're out of ideas. No. Here's onward, and then hopefully they'll then follow it up with Soul in the ne- you know in the next few months. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they they ain't going nowhere. Um, oh no, god, no! Like that, they've absolutely smashed it with this. Like it, again, there are points like I was saying where you. There are familiar beats that are here, mm. but they do them in a new way. Yeah, and the the way the way the, the very sort of final piece at the end mm. isn't doesn't go the way you think it was to me. No, anyway, and that is the the specialness of Pixar as well. It, they they zig when other studios would zag. If you you know, pardon the expression, but, but yeah. do you know what I mean? But that's the thing. Like we each each of the three of us, like my girlfriend, myself, and you, went to see this together. We each one of us had a different thought about how that film was going to end. Yeah. Which is, again, like, goes to show the intelligence of the design within this. Yeah. Like, they could have gone in with a softer option. They could have gone in with a more cutesy option. They could have gone in with a harder option. What they did, the option they did go in, was somewhat unexpected, because you or I didn't expect that. My girlfriend did. Yeah. 
I expected like, it to be something totally different. I thought it was going to be a much more zany yeah. sort of thing. But the fact they had the sort of the respect they have for the audience and the and the bravery they have to do yeah. it that way. Like again, that's they are only able to do that final scene the way they did that final scene because they're Pixar and they've earned that right to do that. Yeah. It's like early in the early days I feel like Disney would have like put no, you have to have this happen. We have to see this. We have mm-hmm. to cast this person to play this character. Yeah. Or whatever. But they didn't do that because they they're Pixar. I was like, no, trust us, we know what we're doing. And, yeah. Yeah. And they do. They do. Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, like the the inevitable comparison to the MCU and the way that that's handled at Disney mm. is that there are things that wouldn't have been done early on mm. that the studio would have stepped in on and said, you know, we need it to be a little bit like, or we need it to be more, or mm. we need it to be less. But now when they're putting out stuff in Endgame and they're putting out stuff in Infinity War and the way that they ended these films and put these all things together, as with this, these are things that you're not going to expect. Yeah that is going to have sort of like really powerful emotional resonance for everybody. Yeah. Like I, I was expecting, fully expecting this film to be setting up sequels. No. Honestly. No, they, they don't do Because that. that's the thing, like, and not, not in a, like a deliberate I am Iron Man way. Yeah. But in a, um, uh, like a, a little bit more of an overt way than what seems to be. Yeah. Like the way that they've got it now, it seems to be just sort of okay. This is the story. If this never gets a sequel, it never gets a sequel. No, it I could be that, the good dinosaur. Yeah. It could be Coco. It could be we could get a sequel in twelve years' time. That's the thing. I mean, there's only two real. Oh no, well, I suppose there's monsters in there, I guess. But even that's not really a sequel. That's a prequel. That's like just another thing entirely. They don't tend to go in for that, do they? They 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 are, they themselves as a brand is the franchise. That's what you go out to see. Yeah. Rather than go to see the next. Coco 2 or but then or there's Wall-E the Incredibles 2, 2 and Finding Incredibles. Nemo 2 yeah, true. and then there's yeah. Toy Story there's 1, more 2, 3, of it. 4 that's true there is more Cars of it Cars 1, 2, 3 Cars like, is just money Cars, cars yeah. should just be called money still because but for me Cars allows them to make films like this yeah and films like Wall-E and but films at the same like, time like I wouldn't ever discredit Cars like the, the way that it like I know a lot of people sort of look down on it but the way that those like 2 yeah was a bit of a misstep in the way that yeah. it went a bit much and a bit over over the top but three does a lot of course correction mm. I'd, really, I'd, I'd recommend seen... go back sit yeah. and watch them all through yeah because i really enjoyed one because it's a really interesting story about it's like a sporting movie yeah and then two becomes something entirely different they literally jump the shark yeah two isn't it like about spy yeah what's that got to do then? why are they cars it's, i'm so confused it's, it's weird spy sort of environmental situation huh? but they don't really address a lot of the things that are in there i think the world of cars breaks a lot of sort of logic who built it. the roads i'm so confused they I built the roads but who okay yeah what happened to the people what what's going what's inside the car you don't want to know <laughs> uh, yeah i don't want to know i have no oh, yeah. mouth and i cannot scream <laughs> It's just going to be some sort of bulbous, pink, fleshy... Is it gelatinous? Gelatinous. Gelatinous cube. It's a gelatinous cube. Oh, I love that point. Right, that's a little bit of a spoiler, but there's a gelatinous cube in this. For, and the, for anyone that has either played D&D or is somewhat familiar with it, it sounds on the outset that it's just a ridiculous enemy, but it's one of those things and you're just like, oh, everyone knows that. Everyone that's played D and D once has gone through the monster compendium and gone a gelatinous cube. What does that mean? What the fuck is that? <laughs> but it, you can't be a gelatinous cube because it's just a cube. Yeah, set on fire normally. 
Um, okay. Um, but anyway. yeah, we, we can get well into this. Yeah. We'll, we'll do our own D&D spin-off. The McElroys can do what they want, but we'll get involved. Yeah, maybe we should. Um, yeah, so that's good. We'll wrap it up there then for um, Onward. I would definitely recommend, if you've got any sort of, yeah, you're a Pixar fan, this is definitely a good one. Definitely worth going to see. Take your kids to see it. Go and see it on your own. Go Absolutely, see it the day. Yeah, yeah. It's just great. It's really good fun um, and everything you would want from a Pixar movie. Um, we're going to switch it up again next week. I think next week we're going to be talking about A Quiet Place. Yeah. So we're going to go back and watch and do the Grand Rewatch again, which we haven't done for a long time. No. Um, but we're going to go back and watch the original, the first, A Quiet Place, and do an episode on that next week. And then the week after that, A Quiet Place 2 will be yeah. out in cinemas. And so we'll go and see that. Um, I hope, well, I assume it will be out unless the world ended in the next two weeks and they push it back. But they well, haven't. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's A Quiet Place. A sequel to A Quiet Place. Yeah. It would be kind of fitting that they kept it out. And they were like, if you can make it to the cinema, yeah. you can watch this for free. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that would be the one that <laughs> set yeah. it all off. And it's quite appropriate. Um, yeah, so that would be another complete sort of change up. Um, but it's good. Yeah, we've got a lot of variety coming out at the moment. Um, Bond, as, you, as we've just talked about, oh, God. unfortunately has been pushed back. That was the next big release. Um, yeah. but there's not to say there's not plenty of other stuff to come up and do and it will free us up to talk about some more stuff um, we've got yeah we've got A Quiet Place we've got Mulan again I'm hoping Mulan won't get pushed back but I feel like it might be because of the China yeah, I don't. I think it. it might get pushed back in China but China's always got a postponed release date for everything I guess, anyway but they want it, it but... that's the thing but like, Disney want big every, you know, worldwide release everything's massive at the same time yeah. don't they to capitalise on the marketing and but anyway I, yeah we'll, we'll see we'll see, when that, we'll see what happens see when that happens but it's in, an interesting time in movies and, and yeah. the, sort of and the entertainment industry generally just the world in general I've yeah. literally just got an update a fairly significant update about um, yes okay we'll which discuss. I'll discuss off air we'll discuss that off air um, okay well yeah thanks for <laughs> listening guys um, <laughs> thanks everyone um, and we'll see you next week yep bye bye Just one quick thing for the post credits. Yeah. How good was the little Simpsons thing at the beginning? Oh fuck, that was brilliant. That came out of nowhere. I had no idea they were doing that. That was yeah. brilliant. Like they had this whole little thing where it was like, yeah, the Disney Mickey Mouse thing, and then it turns out it's Homer with two <laughs> two donuts, donuts <laughs> and Disney welcomes the Simpsons. I'm like, what the hell is this? And they had this little, and it's like a silent movie about with uh, yeah. Maggie having a relationship with a kid in the sandbox having, having a first romance yeah and it, it's just it's this little mini movie like similar to what they've done on Pixar movies before is that they have these little ones but yeah. this is a Disney produced Simpsons one I thought it was so clever I'd said like I'm like are, are Disney gonna like revive the Simpsons because mm. now I'm starting to think they might like do you know what I mean like because the Simpsons has gone downhill like the last few they've been limping on and people aren't it's not as good as it used to be and it's like everyone's like oh god they're still they're like it's still not going anywhere but now yeah. Disney own it and then this is the first bit of di- the new content they've produced and I'm like okay I'm interested I feel this is something that we should go back to at some point maybe once Disney Plus is out mm. to talk about like the ongoing Simpsons stuff because whilst it's not the same Simpsons still puts out some absolute bangers yeah true like it still puts out the most ludicrous of comedy, and like it does some brilliant stuff. It does. I, just, just, I, th- yeah. I think it's more the audience are tired, True, rather but then than also, the quality is as bad. My thing with it is well, anything post Brad Bird mm. is is obviously not going to be as great. Yeah, but then we got the Incredibles out of that. Yeah, 
But then for me, like The Simpsons, like now, it, it always just seems to be who the guest star is that week, and it's whoever's big at the time. So oh, Ed Sheeran's yeah. going to be in the new episode of, of or whatever, or Jason Momoa is playing himself, and it's like, okay, yeah, and you just see it's, it's a little. It's there's probably one or two of those a season. Yeah. And it's like it was it was funny like back in the day when they had like Elton John and but yeah. uh, Paul McCartney had a um, Paul Paul and Linda McCartney had a garden on the top of the Quickie Mart. Yeah, see that was funny. Yeah. Now you're just shoehorning in whoever the biggest celebrity is at the time, and it feels a bit near. Anyway, we're not talking about Simpsons, but the little <laughs> we Simpsons. Are. Well, we the li- literally are. <laughs> the, li- the little Simpsons thing at the beginning of this is really great, and hopefully it signifies some more good Simpsons stuff to come. Yeah, definitely. Bring it on. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Again. Okay, bye. Bye.